All right, everybody, uh, welcome to Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline USA Radio Network. Uh, it is uh, great to be with you today uh, on this wonderful World Cup day here where there are, um, shall we say, upsets aplenty, lots to talk about, all sorts of talking points today, by the way. Uh, I mean, uh, whether we're talking about Iran uh, tying Portugal 1-1, Spain tying Morocco 2-2, uh, didn't actually change much, but it certainly gave some of the uh, uh, some of these uh, clubs on their way out uh, a, a good, nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. Uh, we're going to talk about England absolutely trouncing the Panamanians. What does that mean for England? Uh, let's talk about bracketology. We're going to take a little look at the brackets and where they stand uh, today, as, and we'll give you a brief preview of tomorrow's matches, which include Peru, Australia, France, Denmark, Argentina, Nigeria, and Croatia. Uh, Iceland, we have some big matches on the horizon tomorrow. So as we sort out the various group stages of the World Cup, we will get ready to really take a look at the rounds of 16, the quarterfinals, the semifinals. Look at where these matchups come, who's going to end up where. And we should really, this should really start to come into a lot more clarity, uh, probably at the end of the day tomorrow. Uh, anyway, we hope you will stay with us and stay with us throughout the World Cup. We are here with you on uh, Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio, Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific time, and then again at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, we are also with you on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Pacific time. That's 5 p.m. Eastern for a two-hour show. So six days a week, you're getting our picks, our thoughts, our comments. Uh, you're getting it all. Uh, on a regular basis here on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you would like to give us a call, you can call us in studio at 800-878-PLAY. If you would like to find us on the web, you can do that at fiststreetsports.com or on Facebook, where we have a lot of action going on our Facebook page. You can find us at facebook.com uh, forward slash talk. That's what's on the table uh, today. Those are the topics that we're going to talk about today. Uh, when we come back, I will be joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Nick Webster, who will join us here on Sports Byline, and we will continue the World Cup discussion. Let's talk about it. Get your World Cup on. This is Fifth Street Soccer, and it's all World Cup for the next hour. So you be sure you stay with us. Once again, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk, and the website, www.fifthstreetsports.com. Be right back on the other side. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash hire. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. It's the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. Free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash hire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash hire. Ziprecruiter.com slash hire. 
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. All right, uh, welcome back. Fifth Street Soccer Sports Byline USA SB Nation Radio Networks. Big hello to our men and women in uniform listening around the world on the American Forces Network. I'm Nick Eber. I'd like to welcome into the show my co-host, Nick Webster. Nick, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Nick. It's been an outstanding World Cup uh, action this morning and, and yesterday. So, uh, really still enjoying the tournament a great deal and can't wait to see what the knockout stages bring. Well, it certainly has been a, an, an absolutely terrific tournament, full of surprises, full of upsets, uh, full of big stars doing what they should and some maybe doing what they shouldn't. Uh, it, it has had all the drama that we look for in a World Cup, Nick. Something that I think some of the previous World Cups haven't had. I think some of the previous, the last two World Cups in particular, I think have been uh, pretty much everybody punching the card they're supposed to have. They haven't been rife and full of upsets. We've had a lot of disappointment for England fans, but that's we're going to get to that in a few minutes. Uh, but this one really uh, has been very exciting. Seat of your pants stuff, Nick Webster. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I tend to disagree with you about, you know, the uh, punching, punching uh, the ticket because it, it really, in the, in the groups, no real surprises today in terms of who's made it to the knockout rounds. But the drama involved uh, has been something special. And when you, when you consider, you know, Spain and Portugal were, were really done and dusted to make the knockout rounds and all we were talking about was which position – well, that flip-flopped quite a few times in the last 90 minutes. And incredibly, Iran had a golden opportunity to actually knock Portugal out of the tournament. It really was quite gripping stuff that last five minutes in the Portugal-Iran game. So I, I think, you know, in, in terms of quality play, 
we haven't seen a great deal except from perhaps the three Lions and the Spain-Portugal game. But in terms of drama, this World Cup's right up there with the best of them. Yeah, Nick, I agree with you. Uh, it, it, the drama's been fantastic. The storylines have been great. Nick, I want to focus in on a couple of things about the World Cup. And we've got plenty of time in this hour to get into what happened on Sunday, to get into today's matches. We're also going to look at the uh, round of 16 matches that are set as of today. Uh, we're going to talk about all of that. But I want to talk to you about uh, uh, some drama, some storylines, Nick, that we really haven't heard an enormous amount of this World Cup. And I'm talking about poor refereeing decisions. Now, I know during the Fifth Street Soccer Show on Saturday, uh, Nolan Dalla, our editor-in-chief, was firing some questions at you and I. And one of the questions he said he had was, biggest disappointment. Now, you had mentioned VAR as being a biggest disappointment for you. But I think, Nick, if you look at the amount of questionable calls that we've had uh, here on the, uh, uh, on the World Cup so far, you know, I, I really don't think there are that many. I quite like the VAR. I thought today was a great example in, in the Portugal-Iran game where the players berated the ref after the VAR review. Uh, you know, it was a little like sort of getting caught robbing the liquor store by the CCTV cameras. And when the cops come up, you start pushing and shoving them, telling them, you know, what do you mean of being outraged about it? I think VAR has done its job, Nick. Well, I, I think uh, I, I want to uh, frame how I, I said VAR was a disappointment. I said it was a disappointment in, in that it hadn't been used enough. I think there's still questionable decisions that referees should sent to the VAR or the VAR should let the referee know about. And of, of course, you know, I, I go back to the England game uh, against Tunisia where Harry Kane was absolutely manhandled. And I've watched the replay multiple times. The referee was five yards away, but didn't have the stones to make the call. I agree with you. VAR has been a breath of fresh air. And it means that the likes of Neymar, who cheated to try and win a penalty against Costa Rica, got busted. Unfortunately, he didn't get the yellow card that he deserved. But I think that more decisions need to go to the VAR, especially in terms of penalty kicks and possible red cards. And we saw Ronaldo get away with one by the skin of his teeth today. So that's been my disappointment that we've not used it enough in the big moments of the games. But I am very happy that referees have used it on occasions. And uh, in, in terms of getting the decision right, I think they're probably hitting about 98%. I thought the uh, the penalty decision today was a little harsh, to say the least. But did it touch his arm? Well, yes, it did. So I guess it's a penalty. Yeah, right, Nick. That's it. I mean, you know, you we talk about interpretations of the of the laws of the game, and we're all pundits, and we sit back in our house or in our the pub or or even at the game, and we watch it and we listen to the announcers, whether they're good or bad or indifferent, talk about how they see it. Uh, but really, it's the referees on the day that are both on the pitch and in the VAR booth. Those are the ones that have to interpret the laws. And I'm very happy with it. I think if there's a VAR review, they've got a lot of angles to look at. What I was, what I was encouraged about today um, was that, particularly in the Ronaldo, when he struck uh, the Iranian player in the face, and they looked at that, they spent a lot of time looking at that. They weren't worried about getting the match going again. They weren't too concerned about that. And and this is one of the first times I've really seen them taking a while to come up with a decision. I actually thought 
that was the right decision because I don't think he really hit him all that hard in the face. I think actually an interpretation of the laws of the game was, was correct. And he did get the correct yellow card as opposed to a red, which I might add would have completely changed the texture of the entire World Cup going forward because he would have mixed <laughs> the next game. Well, yeah, and I, you know, look, I, I, part, a part of me really agrees with you, Nick. And another part of me, when I, when I looked at the replays myself, he does take a look. He does take a look at the player before he raises his, before he does raise his arm and clench his fist. So um, I've seen those given, uh, as we like to say in the trade. Uh, but, you know, uh, I guess the yellow card was, was, was a fair result because there, there was some contact. He did use his arm in an, in an aggressive manner. And, uh, you know, in terms of did the VAR do his job? Yes, it did, because that was, that was a complete judgment call, wasn't it? Do I send him off or do I give him the yellow card? The referee decided because he's CR7, he's, he's going to yeah, give him maybe. the yellow card. Now, and now if, if that had been another player, if that had been, let's, let's just hypothesize and say, had that been Wayne Rooney, would that have been a red card? Probably. So reputations count for a lot in the VAR process. Yes, they do. And uh, it, but it, I, I do feel that once it's first of all, I think there should be managers, team captains need to tell their team don't argue with the ref after the VAR because it's done. It's dusted. The referee's seen it in more angles than you have, even if you were there. You've been caught, my friend. You're Nick, mate. <laughs> Off yep. you go. I, I, and just to see them sitting there and crowding the ref and pushing him. I mean, that Iranian player was very lucky not to get a red card. He really pushed the referee, got right up in his face. Uh, and why? I mean, that's just the stupidest thing you can do. Again, like being caught on CCTV, robbing the liquor store and being indignant when the cops showed up that you've been nicked. Uh, I just want to move on to one other thing, Nick. This is a personal pet peeve of mine, and I've seen it a lot during the World Cup coverage. And I'm going to give Fox a pass on this one because they all use the same feed, the same program feed. It's direct from FIFA. Uh, it goes to Telemundo. It goes to Fox. I'm sure it goes around the world. When a player takes a penalty and it is not scored, it is not a quote-unquote miss. It is a save. If he misses the frame of the goal, or it comes off the post or the crossbar, it's a miss. If the keeper pours it away or grabs it or it's not scored, it's a save. Why do they, when they show Cristiano Ronaldo's statistics, and they do this all the time, Nick, they show it and they'll say, you know, he scored uh, 17 from this position and he missed five. And if you look at the five he missed, they're all right on goal. They were just saved. Doesn't that do a great disservice to goalkeepers? Oh, certainly. I mean, it's uh, almost, I'd hate to say, typical typical Fox and a little bit of laziness, if you ask me. Um, you know, goalkeepers should be rightly lauded for producing the goods in such dramatic moments. And the Iranian keeper today, I thought he made a tremendous save, especially as the, the weight uh, for the decision was, you know, it was, it was fairly yeah. lengthy. Um, and, you know, I think... Uh, if, if you were at home, your money was on Ronaldo to score. So congratulations to the keeper. And, and yes, he, sh he should be lauded. So note to commentators out there. When a player strikes a penalty kick and the goalkeeper stops it with his hands, his legs, any part of his body, it is called a save. 
When Thank you, Nick Webster. Boots it over the bar or hits the post. It's called a miss. All right, well, we don't want to miss our break, so we're going to take it and be right back in three minutes. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. All right, welcome back to the show, Fifth Street Soccer Sports Byline USA SB Nation Radio. Big hello to our men and women in uniform listening on American Forces. And if you're listening on iHeartRadio or TuneIn, we welcome you to the show. Or if you're 
watching and or listening to the stream of Sports Byline USA or on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Talk. We welcome you as well. We see we're just generally a very welcoming, friendly group of people here at Fifth Street Sports, and we do like to encourage you to participate. So get online, let us know what you think, uh, tell us what has been your match of the tournament to date. Nick, let's go, shall we, to the matches on Sunday, and I'm going to leave the England match until the last uh, part of this discussion, because obviously you and I have a uh, trying to keep our emotions down over that. But let's just talk about a couple of results. Uh, Japan 2, Senegal 2, that was the draw. And Poland losing to Colombia. Now, a couple of thoughts, and I'm going to pose this question to you. Uh, As of right now, uh, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Peru, Costa Rica, Panama, Tunisia, Morocco, Iran, and South Korea have all been mathematically eliminated from this tournament. Some of them are already on the flight home. Uh, Imagine Egypt and Saudi Arabia are probably already there. Did you imagine that Poland was going to be in that group, particularly the fact that they were in Group H with Senegal, Colombia, Japan? Poland has proven themselves to be, for me, one of the biggest disappointments of the tournament. Well, I mean, coming into the World Cup, I thought that Poland were a one-man team, i.e. Robert Lewandowski, who absolutely shattered the record books in World Cup qualifying, I think banging 16 in the qualifying games. 16, yes. But, yeah, but, I, I, you know, I, I, I remember them from, uh, from the Euros six years ago, and they really haven't improved since then. Uh, so in, in some respects, I'm not surprised. I mean, I always felt that one of the African teams was going to come out of the... Uh, the group stages and surprise everybody. That's certainly been Senegal, and perhaps uh, Nigeria can do the same thing. And watching Senegal over the last couple of last couple of games, you know they're they're a useful team. Uh, they've got some very exciting players. And although the two-one win over Poland was full of controversy, I mean you have to say Colombia absolutely spanked Poland and fully deserved their very comfortable in the end three-nil victory. So. Um, Group H, to me, was always going to be a sort of a toss-up. You know, we said about Japan, very hard-working um, and, you know, make things difficult for teams. Senegal were going to be a surprise package. Colombia, as uh, Hamas goes, then Colombia kind of go in the same direction. And then the Polish team, and it was all on the, uh, the shoulders of Lewandowski. He had no support, didn't score any goals, and hence Poland are on their way out. So in some respects, no, I'm not surprised. Well, if you look at the makeup of Group H right now, with Japan and Senegal both tied at the top at four points apiece, same goal differential, same goals against, same goals for, they are tied across the board, and that is fascinating as well. And again, their head-to-head was a draw. <laughs> so this one, yeah. if this comes down to it, could well at some point be a, a yellow card situation. Uh, to for who moves forward, but the matches coming up on um, uh, on the twenty eighth, which I believe is uh, Thursday, what, uh, Thursday uh, are going to be Japan, Poland, Senegal, Colombia, and short of Poland, who have been eliminated, I would think they're going to actually show up and try to put in a performance, if anything, for pride, because they've been so abject and horrible. The Japanese have a chance to secure this group. And Colombia are fighting a very good team 
fighting for their lives here against Senegal. So this is, for me, as of right now, probably the most exciting group, the Argentina group right there as well. But this is, this is really fascinating stuff. This is going down to the wire. We could very well get Japan and Senegal coming out of this group, Nick Webster, which would bode very well on the other side of the, uh, uh, of the bracket, so to speak, where England and Belgium, who have both secured their exits from Group G uh, into the next round, will be coming out at one and two respectively. We don't know. It'll be up to the final game. However, if Japan should come out on top, one would think uh, the uh, Group G, uh, Belgium or England, would prefer to come out in second place uh, rather than first place. No, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, I, I think uh, at, th at this moment in time, you know, people are looking at the way the brackets are going to work. And, and, and it's still a little confusing because of the fact that Brazil, Argentina and Germany have not swept aside their groups and sitting in pole positions. So, you know, all, all those you know, other than Argentina, you know, Argentina can still come in second place, but Brazil potentially could come second. Germany could become second or they could both go first and that changes the dynamic of the draw. But I do agree with you. I think Senegal against Colombia has, has the makings to be one of the great group stage games. And uh, if, if we look at a couple of the other groups, I think, you know, Group F and, and certainly Group D, I mean, I think there's going to be swings and roundabouts. And we saw that today in the Spain and Portugal group. I mean, Portugal were going through as the group winners. And it was going to be very nice for them because they would play Russia. Well, in the space of five minutes, that got turned upside down. And now Spain get to play Russia, while Portugal have to play a very useful Uruguay team. So I agree with you 100%. I think, uh, I think a lot of these groups, there's still a lot to play on other than, you know, Group G. Oh, England's group. And, and like you said, though, yeah. that, still, that still has some thought behind it. But... I, I'm of the mindset right now, if, you, if you're England, if you're a young team, it's all about momentum. And you keep your foot firmly on the gas pedal and you try and win the group because if you win the group, chances are you've beaten Belgium, the number ranked three team in the world. So, um, you know, Colombia getting knocked out, I think that would be great because they're a dangerous team. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, Interestingly yeah. enough, Nick, Colombia and Uruguay are both teams that have bedded in a little later on in this tournament. Uh, they've become progressively a lot better. I thought Uruguay uh, really looked pretty decent uh, in their last match, and Colombia as well. It was wonderful to see, uh, was it Radamel Falcao score the final goal? Uh, yeah. And, you know, this is a guy that's been dreaming of World Cup glory since he was a young man. Didn't have a chance to do it four years ago because of injury. Uh, and now he, he gets to score on the big stage. Uh, Uruguay are a dangerous package, as you mentioned, Nick, uh, for a lot of reasons. And, and you have said on this show over and over again, and I, and I have concurred with you, uh, that the thing about Uruguay was that they are a gritty, nasty, dirty team. And you don't necessarily mean dirty as in terms of uh, bad sportsmanship or whatever. They're just fighters. They're, they're a team of fighters that do what they have to do to get it done. And particularly against Russia today, Nick, uh, it was fascinating to me because I've always thought Russia were flattering to deceive a little bit with their first two matches. They played Saudi Arabia and Egypt, who've been pretty abject 
really not very good teams this tournament. Uh, they've put a lot of goals by them. They run up against a very game Uruguay team who's got it all on the line, and they get beaten handily. I thought Uruguay could have polished them off 4 or 5 nil. I thought Uruguay should have polished Saudi Arabia off 4 or 5 nil. But they just didn't need to. They did. It was a comfortable 1 nil. It was a comfortable 3 nil. Isn't, this isn't the team that's going to really just uh, put you to the sword in terms of overkill, but they will certainly get it done. And by the same token, uh, Colombia, you know, they looked a little shaky to start uh, with their 2-1 loss to Japan. But, I mean, that 3-0 tonking of Poland, I mean, there was ne- it was never in doubt. Yeah, I mean, Colombia, very, very useful team. And, 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 and talking about the Uruguayan team, I mean, obviously, when you have a front pairing of Suarez and Cavani, uh, I mean, these, these two guys can produce goals out of absolutely thin air. But, I mean, the, the player, actually, I really like about this Uruguayan team, although I, I really despise the Uruguayan team, but Diego got in. Uh, oh, Gordine's uh, been Atlet- fantastic. Yeah, the Atletico Madrid centre-back. He yeah. is a proper, proper centre-back. He gets the job done. And and, and it was epitomised to me in a, in a moment, late in the second half, Uruguay's winning 2-0, and, uh, and the ball's coming towards him, and he could have done something cool and calm, but he was like, no, I'm going to play the percentages because he was put under pressure. And he kicked the ball as hard as he could out of the stadium. And I love that because he's, he's not playing for himself. He's playing for the team. He didn't try anything slash, didn't try anything stupid. He played the percentages. And that's what this Uruguayan team does throughout from top to bottom, except when you get to the Suarez and Cavani. And then they yeah. just do whatever they want. And it's, and it's quite incredible. So... Dangerous team, don't want to play them. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, look, Suarez and Cavani are probably two of the most dangerous uh, forwards in any league at any time. Uh, I mean, you're, you're going to be really hard to uh, hard pushed to uh, get uh, more more dangerous players than them. Um, but I want to go back to the Colombia-Poland match because... Colombia started to wake up there. And, and again, we talked about, uh, you know, we, we talk about Colombia and, of course, it's all James Rodriguez this and James Rodriguez that. But the Falcao goal, that really seemed to galvanize this team all of a sudden. And, and I just think, you know, if they can make it through, Nick, they, they could be, they're not going to go through, I don't think, to the semifinals, but they could certainly be a spoiler in the round of 16 or the quarters. Oh, yeah, definitely. Look, uh, you, you mentioned Rodriguez and Falcao, but I think Cuadrado has been outstanding. Uh, David Ospina, when he's not falling around on the floor, pretending he's been assassinated, is a very good goalkeeper. Christian Sabada is a very decent defender. So this this is a team, especially they've, got, they've, they've had the experience of four years ago getting to the quarterfinals of the World Cup in Brazil. So th- this is a team that's been there, done that, they know how to grind out results. And honestly, this last game against Senegal is going to be absolutely, it's going to tear you to pieces if you're a fan of either Senegal or Colombia. Well, can't wait for it. When we come back on Fifth Street Soccer, we're going to talk about England and their demolition of Panama. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. 
We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. All right, welcome back to the show for Street Soccer Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you as we continue our ongoing World Cup talk, which we bring you each and every weekday from 1 p.m. Pacific time. That's 4 p.m. Eastern time. And also on the weekends at 2 p.m. Pacific, that's 5 p.m. Eastern. So you get six days a week of Fifth Street Sports. Uh, most of it these days talking about the World Cup, of course, that uh, is a very big betting event, the largest betting event uh, of the cycle, and this is a four-year cycle. Uh, we get, we'll get into that in detail. If you'd like to pick up some tips and values on where to place your bet and the best bets to make, uh, the best place to go is to our website at fistorysports.com, uh, where we give you our picks and values for each match day here on the World Cup. Also, if you bet, we, we do everything, baseball, college football, Canadian Football League, uh, the list, uh, uh, hockey, uh, boxing, MMA, the list goes on and on. Obviously, Nick Webster and, Nick, uh, and myself, we are the uh, football soccer specialists, so we promise not to talk about the Canadian Football League with you. Uh, let's instead, Nick, talk about 
the World Cup and just get back to what was a stunning performance, a record-setting performance from England in their 6-1 demolition of Panama over the weekend. Nick, were England that good? Were Panama that bad? Was it a combination of things? How did you see it? I don't have Nick. saw an England team with a striker to rival any striker in world football today. Um, Yes, Panama were pants, but I can't tell you, I'm 53 years old, Nick, I can't tell you how many times I've seen England play a crap team in the World Cup or European Championships and huff and puff to a 1-0 victory that was just like getting hot knitting needles stuck in your eyes. This game, by, you know, 35 minutes in, I had a cigar out, I had the champagne going, and it felt, it felt liberating to be watching an England game without absolutely crapping my pants. <laughs> so well, you know, I, thought, I, I thought it was a great performance, and, uh, you know, the, the old cliche, you can only beat what's put in front of you. Well, you can only beat what's put in front of you, and they did it with ease. So... Uh, I like the way the team's gelling. I like the way they're working for each other. Um, yes, there's there's cause for concern. You know, shipping in a silly goal towards the end uh, leads me to believe there's a lack of concentration. But, you know, when you're 6-0 up, of course you're not going to concentrate. But, yeah, great performance by the boys. So, Nick, in the old days under Roy Hodgson, for example, that would have been a 1-1 draw, a, la- a, a, a laborious 1-1 draw with a goal at the end. Uh, likewise, I'm pretty sure Sam Allardyce would have uh, had the same return. Sven Eriksson would have had the same thing. Those are the sorts of matches uh, that you're right, that we, we labored as, as, an, as England supporters to get any sort of result. And this was done with such a breath of fresh air, such a, such a breeze uh, against... Look, I think the sign of a good team is the ability to put a bad team to the sword. That's something that we've never seen from England, and that is something that we are seeing now. Um, is, could this be a case of overconfidence now, though, going forwards, Nick? No, I, I, I don't see overconfidence in this team whatsoever. I mean, in fact, Gareth Southgate's uh, post-match conference uh, was anything but overconfidence. In fact, he was a little annoyed uh, with the way the team played in the first 15, 20 minutes and the, and the last 15, 20 minutes. So that that isn't overconfidence at all. Uh, I believe that the players realise that they have an opportunity to, to to kick on, but they also know that the real test is coming up, and that real test is on Thursday. Now, regardless of the team that Roberto Martinez decides to put out for Belgium, we are playing the number three team in world football with a chance to win the group and really to control your destiny throughout the throughout the World Cup. And I mean, as 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 I mentioned earlier, momentum is a huge thing, and especially with with a, a young team. And, and we have the second youngest team in the tournament. If these guys start truly believing that they have a chance of going very very deep in the World Cup, belief, Nick, is is something that cannot be stopped. And I, I think if they go out there and they put a poor performance against Belgium together, all of a sudden that belief starts, you know, just starts just drifting away a little bit. So 
I, I fully see this England team continuing to play in the same vein. Look, the fans are behaving themselves. The players are fully on board with what Gareth Southgate's doing. There's no, this is the first England squad in years. There's been no drama. There's no metatarsals. There's no wags. There's no Billy Big Bollocks. There's no Becks. There's no Rooney. I mean, this, this, is, a, this is an England team that, as, you know, I hate to say it because we're English, but kind of flying under the radar in terms of, you know, mixing it up with some of the world powers. And, and as you and I have spoken about over the last four or five days, I actually think this, white, this World Cup is so wide open. And it's the team that puts their foot down on the accelerator right now and grasps the moment, sees the day that will win the World Cup. And I think England are in with a very good shout and, and wouldn't be surprised to see their odds to win the, the entire tournament round about six, seven, eight to one right now. Well, Nick, you know, particularly today is a great example with both Spain and Portugal really struggling to beat opponents that they should beat in a match, let's face it, that was somewhat important as to whether you come out first or second in the group. Uh, I think there's no more better indicator of just how wide open this is. Germany pulling it out at the very last minute. Argentina looking very shaky if they're even going to move forward. France, you know, well, they look good. They don't look good. You just don't know with this French team. Uh, Brazil, gosh, they can surprise at any time. And yes, they could turn it on and be world beaters, as they so often are. But for me, the most consistent team here has been Croatia and England. I mean, those two teams have looked really, really solid all the way through, Nick. Haven't had really any hiccups. So you're right. It's wide open. We'll have to wait and see. I was very happy with what I saw from the English team. And uh, I will say this. I think if you beat Belgium, it doesn't really matter whether you get Pol- uh, whether you get uh, Senegal, Colombia or Japan in the round of 16, because I think you have so much confidence going into that, that it just doesn't matter. And then, of course, there's a lot of England players that really haven't seen that much playing time. I mean, Jamie Vardy's been desperate to get some more time, uh, showed his mettle. But Nick, isn't it wonderful for England? We talked about this actually over the last, uh, the first England match. Isn't it great? that finally England have the big man, the key man, the target man, the captain, who was getting, standing up and being accounted for and getting it done. So he's living up to the hype, which, which, it, which has been such a disappointment for most English captains. Well, I, I'll tell you this, Nick. Um, you know, one of the key moments of the tournament for me was, was watching Cristiano Ronaldo when he had that free kick in the 88th minute against Spain. And you just thought to yourself, look at the intensity, look at the desire of this man wanting to prove that he's the best. Well, you know what? I see that same look in Harry Kane when he stands over penalties. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind that he's going to bang it in the top corner. And, and on both occasions, he has. Uh, yes, admittedly, his third goal was a fluke, but... You know what? He's now scored five goals in two games. I mean, that's that's he's, he's the golden boot. He's winning the race for the golden boot. So um, England do have do have a player that can change games. And should the supporting cast and I hate to call them supporting cast because I think I think all the all the creative players on the England team. Uh, are ready to have their turn in the limelight. We certainly saw that with Lingard with his uh, with his goal. Lovely goal, lovely goal but from Jesse Lingard. Yeah, I, I I still think that you know people are hammering Raheem Sterling, and you know, and maybe rightly so. But I still think that we're going to see a match-winning performance from Raheem Sterling. Uh, you know, Dali Ali, absolutely fantastic. Loftus Cheek looks the part. Now, yes, they're playing against 
Panama and Tunisia. Can they do it against Belgium? We'll see. But you know what? I, I, I do know, Nick. I know they have the confidence to play against the big boys. And it's not going to be that stodgy old England that we're so used to seeing. Well, we look forward to seeing it, Nick. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, tomorrow, some big matches. And if you want to get our picks and values and odds, uh, visit us at FiskerySports.com. Let's just talk about the matches in general, though, Nick. Peru, Australia. Uh, Australia are still in with a shout here with a little bit of help. They could make something happen. Uh, Peru are done and dusted, unfortunately, because I thought they'd been actually, actually pretty game throughout this tournament. They've been quite unlucky. But if... If the Danes, if Australia win and France beats Denmark, although I don't think that's going to happen, um, Australia could very well go through. I actually see Peru winning this game. Uh, as as to, to, to come on top of your point, I think they've been really game. They've played some great football. And, if, <laughs> you know, they're like the drunk who couldn't get drunk in a brewery. You know, that, that's, yeah. that's how they are. That's how they are in the penalty area. They just can't find the back of the bloody net uh, for, for all their great build-up play through the, through the third. Um, I think they're going to have too much for Australia. Uh, they have so many fans out there that they will actually win the game. And that's going to that's gonna make things very easy for Denmark, who will lose to France. Uh, Denmark, as limited as they are, they're pretty game. They might make it interesting for half. But then I would imagine France's quality will take over. And, and France definitely want to make sure uh, that they win the group. So avoid any uh, Croatian entanglements. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, the, right. but the crazy thing is this, though. You know, uh, with, with the Croatian entanglement, well, then could, could there be a Nigeria-Argentina entanglement? And this is the beauty of the second round, Nick. The, the, the no-hopers will have gone home, and only the big boys are left. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one, Nick. Uh, France-Denmark. You just said you saw France beating Denmark. Now, let's go to the other side of it. Argentina, Nigeria. This, Nick, is really setting up to be uh, just about the most exciting group left in the tournament. I think that's still very much undecided. Obviously, Croatia's six points are going through. But uh, everything on the line in this one, Nick. Everything on the line. Argentina have to win this match. Uh, they have to win this match and, the, and all the drama and stories and innuendos coming out of the Argentinian camp right now. They want their coach fired. It's been a mutiny by the players. Diego Maradona saying that they're not playing with any balls and they've embarrassed the country. And yet more pressure being heaped on uh, Leonard Messi, as you like to call him. But seriously, Argentina, I read a great article by Jorge Valdano uh, this morning. And, uh, I mean, he's, he's saying that it's time for Argentina to get back to what they do best. And that's just play with a little bit of freedom, a little bit of joy. But what, what he seems to say is that over the last 10, 10, 15 years, that's been taken away from the team. And, and now they're so obsessed with winning uh, that they've forgotten how to play in the Argentinian way. And I think there's something to be said about that. On the other side of the coin, you've got Nigeria, who uh, struggled in their first game mightily but came back with a vengeance. And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I really like Argent um, sorry Nigeria to give Argentina as good as they get. I mean, this, this one's going to be an absolute, and I'm going to use an English phrase here, but it's going to be a ding-donger. It really is because, you know, people are going to be moving up and down in this, in this, uh, in this group like it's, like it's a bloody elevator. And especially if Croatia decide to put out 
a weakened team. Iceland all of a sudden score a goal. Yeah. They got they got to second place. Uh, it, it, there's going to be more movement in this game than uh, you can possibly imagine. Well, uh, there you have it. Uh, that is the match to watch tomorrow, folks. That is the second match. It's Argentina, Nigeria, Croatia, Iceland will be going on at the same time. Um, you uh, uh, definitely, definitely do not want to miss those matches. All right, we're going to take a break. Step aside, pay some bills. By the way, we are brought to you by betanysport.eu. Or if you sign up now and use affiliate code FISTRY, you can get a 50% bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. And we'll be back on the other side. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPL plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774.
All right, folks. We thank you for listening this hour to Fifth Street Soccer. We've given you the th- our thoughts and analysis of the World Cup so far. I want you to remind you to tune in tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific time uh, where we can uh, get with you and discuss the results of tomorrow's exciting matches. And again, this Nigeria-Argentina match is a huge match. You do not want to miss this match. Everything is on the line here. You are putting a very, very game team with Nigeria against a very desperate team with Argentina. And the rumors are now that Argentina coach Sampaoli isn't even picking the lineup anymore, although it has been rumored that he's going to start, uh, that starting will be Armani, Benega, Di Maria, Higuain all set to start. So look, this is going to be some fantastic stuff tomorrow. You want to tune into that one and then come right back here to Fifth Street Soccer. Nick, 25 seconds, last thought. Um, I think tomorrow is, could be a banner day for England. And I say that in the nicest way, but seeing Argentina get bounced out of the group stage would, would really uh, make up for our absolutely pathetic showing in Brazil. Come on, England. I'm with you all the way. <laughs> Well, that's a very narrow viewpoint on tomorrow's matches, Nick, but uh, I'll go with you on that one. Uh, As I said, you really want to watch this Nigeria-Argentina game very carefully. It is really going to be a a great match. And look, don't take any matches at the World Cup for granted. There were everybody today was saying the Morocco Morocco and Iran playing Portugal and Spain was going to be boring matches, nothing in it. Well, I think you were proven absolutely wrong if you thought that. If you'd like to get our tips and picks and values, if you're going to go to Bentley Sport and have a little punt, we're going to help you make a profit. You can do that by going to fifthstreetsports.com. You can see we'll do, uh, we do a little show uh, on there. You can see it, and we're going to give you the best values, best picks, best odds for tomorrow's matches. Go to fifthstreetsports.com. Until tomorrow, good friends, we will rejoin you at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern for more Fifth Street Soccer. We sure hope you'll join us on Facebook in the meantime at facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk or on our website at fifthstreetsports.com. Hey, enjoy the matches tomorrow. Have a great night. Don't drink too much. And we'll speak to you then. Well, we are, to support you. I'm Jay.